everybody. Welcome to the Marketing Myth Podcast. My name is Aaron. And I'm T. Hey guys, we're going to tackle a myth about emails today. I think this is good because we get a lot of questions on emails and email marketing in general, but a myth that we've heard that kind of struck me right when I first heard of it is email marketing is a scam because the results, it doesn't produce results and the money that you put into it isn't worth it. So we're going to tackle that myth today. Yeah, so let's jump right into it, Aaron. I think that a lot of the times when people say something doesn't work, it's because um, they didn't get the results that they were expecting. Sure. So that can be whether that's in email marketing or digital marketing in general. I think a lot of the times that um, when they say that it didn't work, it's because that they didn't get the results that they thought they were going to get. And so I was kind of looking into it and I kind of broke it down into two different things and what that can be a result of. The first one is something that I think we see happen quite a bit. And that's just that um, people's expectations weren't necessarily the most realistic, right? And that may seem kind of harsh at first, but it's the truth. And the truth of the matter is that a lot of the times clients have expectations that are just unmeetable. Sure. So I think it's kind of our job as marketers to review the data and then make expectations that are a little bit more grounded in reality and have a better focus to that. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that happens and we see it happen quite a bit, but in terms of email marketing specifically, um, people say like, hey, this doesn't work. My click-through rate is low. My open rate wasn't the best. I had a high bounce rate. Um, What's happening? But I think when it comes to email marketing, it's important to compare the results you got from your email marketing efforts to those that are more specific to your industry. So, for example, um, Smart Insights has some great data out there. We'll make sure to put the link in the show notes, but they pretty much just say like, it really, your open rates and your click rates really just depend based on what industry you're in. So, for example, the um, agriculture and food service industry average open rate varies quite a bit from the travel and tourism open rates. But the average click-through rate from the hobby industry was at like 4.78%. And that is very different from the average click-through rate you will see in the restaurant industry at 1.06. So can you imagine being in the restaurant business and you're seeing um, research out there that says, I should have a 4.78 open uh, click rate and you get a 1.06. Right. Like that would probably infuriate me. I would say, yep, this is a scam. It doesn't work. Um, I'm not getting my money's worth. Something's broken. Who do I need to talk to about getting this fixed? But when you really look at the data, you'll see uh, it's not necessarily your 1.06 was a bad click-through rate. It's just that it's different for every industry. So it's always important to compare your results with other results in your industry. And there are always people that are going to overperform and there are always going to be people that underperform. And so while I agree 100% look at your industry, but also too, like you may vary from what your industry is. So it's important to keep, you know, setting those benchmarks for yourself too, right? Yeah. So always write down what it is that you have done and see if you can improve that. And then like Aaron said, like sometimes your campaign is just going to be different from whatever the industry averages are but there are some other things that could affect these kind of metrics and get you seeing something that is a less than what you probably researched about so some of the other factors could be um what kind of 
email types are you sending? Are you sending um, plain text versus rich text? Are you sending just one-time blasts? Are you sending like a series of emails that make people have to keep clicking in order to keep getting the content that they showed interest in? That's the one thing. Along with email types, something to consider is what kind of offer are you providing? The more relevant and enticing the offer, the better chance you'll have of someone clicking within your email. And finally, what's the breakdown of the audience demographics you're targeting? So after running the campaign, there could be some good information for you to deep dive into and discover about your industry, the strategy you've used. And so one of the things that I saw or found through research is that the younger demographic actually responds better to email than the older demographic. Is that surprising to you, Aaron? It is a little bit, yeah. Because everybody, everybody's like, I don't have an email. It seems like when you talk to younger kids, they're like, I, I don't have an email. I don't have an email. But according to the research that I found by uh, Content Miami, it's, uh, we'll also put the link to this, but it's just some stats that they put up that's kind of backed up um, from various different sources like Adobe that, you know, the younger demographic responds better to email. They said that uh, 25% of people age 18 to 24 check their email first thing in the morning. People under 35 prefer email, most people under 35 prefer email over text and chat. Millennials spend 6.4 hours a day checking email. That's a lot of... That's a lot of emails. And I, I think out of all of these stats, that was the one that surprised me the most. But they also said that those same millennials are also 63% more likely to be swayed by a promotional email. So then again, you know, when I said, like, what kind of offer are you putting into it? Is it enticing? All three of those factors, email type, what's your offer like, and your audience demographic, all of those play a role into the different kind of results you're going to get, especially when you consider 63% of millennials are more uh, swayed by a promotional email. And I think when we did... We took a little deep dive on Black Friday. Mm, we and, did. And tried to look into the different kind of messages you were getting in your various email accounts and tried to see, like, what were advertisers doing? Were they doing free shipping? Were they doing 20% off, 30% off? Did they use emojis, exclamation points? So Yeah, how many emails they're sending, different things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's really just going to be in the best interest of everybody to just test, 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 to find out what works best for you. Um Research changes every year. We always see maybe slight changes, maybe huge changes. But just because your campaign didn't stack up to what the industry average says, it's not the end of the world. That just means that maybe you have a unicorn or maybe, you know, you need to change your audience a little bit. But email marketing, is it a scam? No. Is it something that needs to be constantly tweaked and monitored and making sure that you're getting the best results? I think that's more likely the answer to this one. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, to kind of to ping pong off of what you've said is, is to have a clear goal with your campaigns too. Sometimes sending out campaigns, email campaigns, a goal could be just to distribute information, right? It could be, hey, we have a sale coming up next week or later on or, or whatever it is. Well, there's not necessarily a direct hardcore call to action within that email. And so if you send out an email with no call to action in it, guess what? You're not going to get any clicks. 
Yeah, people are going to like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, but if that's the purpose, if it was just to say, hey, or if it's a come into the store or whatever it may be, that's not a bad. I mean, then we're looking at open rates. Well, what was your open rate? Well, if it if they didn't open it within five to seven days, did you send it to them again? Because the majority of email, uh, you know, sending platforms will allow you to, to create automations like that. So did they not open it? Send it again. You know, there's no reason there's no reason to not because they haven't seen it. They're not opening it. It's not a big thing. Also, two people are like, you know what? I sent 17 emails in the last four days and no one's opening my emails. Yeah, well, maybe you should not send that many emails. Yeah, maybe dial back the tone of that a little bit. Yeah, I think it's really important to say is if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all, right? You've heard that many times, T, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, from your wife. Yeah, from my wife, uh, <laughs> from my kid. All of all of the above, <laughs> I hear you there. Rule. Right, so if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. Like if it's not going to add value to your customers or to the people you're sending it to, don't send the email don't press send that's right so yeah for me this myth is going to be busted email marketing is definitely not a scam it's actually one of the better performing tactics that we see when we look at how overall campaigns perform so this myth is busted busted all right yeah everybody what do you think how, how have you had the success uh, with email marketing tactics and, and have you seen good or positive trends of that? We'd, we'd love to hear your stories and, and have you reach out. Uh, also, we'd be really, really thankful and appreciative if you would share uh, the Marketing Myths podcast with, with some of your friends, some of your people in the industry. You can find our podcast on any of the major listening platforms. Um, and again, so this is the Marketing Myths podcast. My name is Aaron. And I'm T. We'll check you later, guys. Thanks.